not exist, to be faithfully insist, failing in our separate ships from each tiny caravel, tiring and trying, the necessary dime, like the horseshoe crab in its proper season, shed its shell, such distance from our friend, like a scratch across the land, made everything look wrong from anywhere we stood, our paper blew away before we'd left the bay. So half blind we wrote these songs on sheets of salty wood. Caught me making eyes at the other boatman's wife And heard me laughing louder at the jokes told by their daughter. We I are listening to Me Without You album, Brother, Sister. This bad boy came out in 2006. What a time, everyone. This, this album, in my uh, opinion, is when a lot of things started to change for this particular music scene. I feel... Don't you agree that uh, it seems as though pre-2008, like 2008, a lot of the uh, underground, quote, music scene, the uh, larger bands at that time, each album, they said, we're going to do something totally new compared to what we did on the last one. We'll keep some elements, but we're going to push our sound and just keep growing and trying things. And then all the younger bands that looked up to those bands slowly grew up, and then they started being the bigger bands, and then those bands just kept putting out the same freaking album every time. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not going to name any band names, because honestly, I can't even think of any right away. Attack Attack, there you go. Did they change? I didn't even give them a chance. Uh, but yeah, I feel like there was, there was just, it seems as though, who gives a shit, right? All right. So here's how my week's been, guys. I now have, I'm going to do this in order. So here, we'll start. I have my list in front of me like usual, but I'm going to, it's a little more organized. I'm going to try to be a little bit more organized today. With that, I'm going to start off with probably the most pointless topic I've ever brought up on the podcast. Do you ever, or have you ever, I thought of this the other day for some reason, I started wondering how many words I don't know how to say correctly. I was like, man. I also thought, how many words do I not know? And then I got really overwhelmed, but I, I don't know how many words I don't say correctly, but if I start to think about it, it just becomes really overwhelming and frustrating. And then I start to think about, well, what is correctly? There's different accents. There's different ways. Is there really a specific way? I, here, I can tell you this. I can tell you this. I hate saying that. I say it all a lot. A lot. It's a uh, transition phrase. Uh, y'all remember when I looked up turn a phrase or term a phrase? Already forgot it. Tried to say it the other day. Couldn't remember. Who cares? But this whole war on words right now is just really making me just care less about them, to be honest. I Here, let me preface. I won't say ones you don't want me to say. I don't care enough to, to be like, well, I should be able to say it. I'm not, just let me know and I'll be careful. On here, maybe just don't listen. That's what I would suggest, don't listen to this. But like, if you're someone whose feelings get hurt by certain words, um, when I'm around you, I won't say those words, you know? There's, there's a handful of words that I just choose not to say, period. They just feel gross to say. They feel, uh, you know, it's all about the intent behind the word. But I guess some words to me, the intent that was held for those words for so long, I just don't even want to, I don't even want them in my mouth. I could have said that a better way. All right. Uh, Monday, Haley and I went and got our hair cut 
and we dropped the little baby Maddie. Oh shit! Have I said his name on the podcast before? Well, there you go. His name's Maddie. So Maddie was at my mom's, and then we went to go get our haircuts, and we went to this one lady. I forget her name. Where I'd give her a shout out. She does a great job. She's nice. This was also the first time I've ever got a haircut less than like six months. Hold on. This is the first time I've got a haircut sooner than six months later. Yeah? Something like that. I usually, I, I'm used to getting like two haircuts a year, and then I went the last three years without cutting my hair. So a lot of times, I, I feel like there's several years where I only got a cut once, like summertime's hot, and then start over. So yeah, we went and got our haircuts, and that went great. Um, I went with a three on the sides instead of a four. You know, I got the haircut. The, the There's like two haircuts that guys can get right now. There's like the the worship leader, young adults, pastor, or um, I feel like there's a huge part of the uh, world that wouldn't understand that unless you pay attention to the Christian culture. So what is like Ryan Seacrest, I guess? That look, you know, that I, I just kind of went like this with my hands and this is what it looks like. And then there's also highlights in it. There's that one, and then there's the one, the other one that all the guys get. I got a similar version to that one. I just didn't know what to do. I just knew I didn't want it long anymore. It was getting really hot. It would get stuck in my kid's like neck folds on <laughs> on his uh in between the cracks. I'd have to, like pull the hair out. It was in the shower. It was everywhere, you know. Oh, I'd I'd wake myself up trying to roll over in the middle of the night. I'd like pull on my uh, headphone. What? Sorry, I'm turning the music down on my headphones, but. Yeah, so I'd like put my hand down to roll over in the middle of the night and it'd like be on my hair, then I'd pull on it. So yeah, it was time. So time to cut it, and then now I've already got it cut again. It was weird. Not really. So then we went to the mall to... My mom had had the baby, so we were like, we got to do something. We went to the mall, and Haley, I'm so proud of her, she did, I don't know, an hour of shopping and didn't get anything. Isn't that amazing? She was like, none of this is worth buying. It was great. It was great to witness. They uh, didn't have the freaking sample lady out handing out the little meat on a stick in the ca- uh, cafeteria food court. I guess it was too early. It was like 10.30. Yeah, I think it was like 10.30. We dropped the baby off at 10. The haircuts only took like 25 minutes, which was dope because I didn't know how long I'd be sitting there watching Haley get her haircut. Because last time they colored it and they cut it and I watched. <sighs> so let's see. The mall, anything interesting happened there? Not really. It's just, there wasn't as many people, which was awesome. Then we went to uh, get some food. We were like, I think we have time to get some food. My mom, because I asked my mom, can we take like two hours? And she was like, even more if you need to. So I was like, Haley, let's do it. Let's go get some food. Right next to the mall is a Chili's. We were like, let's, let's just go there. The chips and salsa sounds great. So we go in. We get seated by the manager. This is also the Chili's in Frisco, and I, Frisco, Texas. I'm I'm outing it. So if anyone ever hears this and and it matters to them, then you'll know that Frisco, Texas, Chili's right by the mall. We get seated. The guy was like, "Your waiter will be over here in a minute." It took probably 15 plus minutes to even meet the waitress, and then she took our drink order. And we were ready to order, so she took our whole order. And then it took probably another 10 minutes to get our waters. Just waters. We're also right by the freaking kitchen. I'm sitting in the side that shows that little curvy mirror that says, like, say corner, please, so the people know to, like, not 
hit each other when they cross it, and I can see the dude making the chips and salsa. By the way, we still don't have it yet. And this is all first world problems, I understand, but just listen. So yeah, so we, we got chips and salsa. We did the little, this is what I think. We had, Haley's like a member, she had an app, she does all that stuff to save money, which is great. And I'm so glad because it's great to save money and I'm not going to download those apps. So we get free chips and salsa. So we're, we don't have it forever, right? And I'm thinking this is totally so we don't eat too much of it, so we don't waste it because it's free. So I'm already thinking that. I'm watching the guy make it in the little curvy mirror. And then we finally get it and 30 seconds later our food comes out. And so immediately I'm going, yeah. Of course, they wanted to keep us from eating too much of the chips and salsa because it was free. Then Haley asked for her salad, and I realized she was supposed to get a salad before her food. So now she's getting her salad after her food, right? So I get my little sandwich. It's the buffalo chicken sandwich with the buffalo sauce on it. There's not any, so I ask for some, and they bring it. I don't really care. I say that's somewhat nice because I'm always scared you're going to mess with my food. So also, I'm being crazy nice this whole time. Haven't even acted. I waited 15 freaking minutes until we got our waters. I was just going to not say anything because I just don't trust any of you to mess with my food. So And Haley's so sweet. She, she really kept... Uh, but normally she wants to complain way sooner than I do. And I, it's not that I don't want to, it's that I'm afraid to. So we probably start wanting to complain around the same time. So then, uh, let's see. Yeah, so I finally get my food. It's, it's great. I do want to say that to the Frisco, Texas Chili's people. To the cook back there, it was dope, bro. And it's okay you forgot the buffalo sauce. Um, this is probably on the waitress because who knew where she was the whole freaking time, right? So then we're, we've already been there forever and I don't want to keep my mom, uh, having to take care of the baby forever. So we eat quickly, we wrap it up. The waitress comes over for the first time since, uh, we asked for the salad and she's like, is there anything else I can get y'all before you go? Is there anything I do to make your steak great? And some bullshit like that. And I was just like, no, 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 thank you. No. (sighs) And then we left and I really wanted to tell the manager, but who knows if he cares, first off. And then, here's the thing. I try not to get mad at those situations. But at some point, this, this young lady, someone needs to tell her, if you're going to work somewhere, like, it's 11 o'clock and there was, like, nobody else in there. That's the other thing is Haley was like, I think she's trying to. Okay, so Haley's thought was that she got off at, like, 1 or so. And she, Haley's worked in food before, I haven't, but she said they always had a problem with people trying to do their chores and clean up so they could leave right when they get off. And she thinks that she was doing that. But nonetheless, I just, I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? Doesn't matter. Sorry for sharing that with you guys. Let's see. You guys want to learn something? We're going to learn something. We're going to learn something. We're gonna find out what a goiter is. Da da da. Find out what a. Go- Hold on. Let me listen to the computer guy say it. Goiter. Hold on. Goiter. Goiter. Yeah. Goiter. That's what we're looking up. A, a goiter. Um, okay, so it's a noun. It is a swelling of the neck resulting from enlargement of the thyroid gland. A woman with a goiter. Its origin is French. 
stuff like that. You ever click on the down thing on Google and scroll down? You can just find like its use around the late 1800s, and then it started skyrocketing in the early 1900s. Uh, then around the 1930s, there was a dip. Um, it went up in the 40s, came down in the 50s, and then uh, down by 2010, it has a little uptick, and then that's all the information showing me. So that's incredible that they know that the use of the word goiter, goiter, goiter. Come on, guys, let's let's help it out. All right, um, so it's a swelling of the neck resulting from an enlargement of a thyroid gland. Do we want to click images, everyone? Do it, do it, do it. Okay, all right, all right, here we go. Drawing. I got a drawing open. Oh, no, it's not getting good. Okay, so, I just bailed. <sighs> Do that on your own time. And then I want you to take a moment of silence for the people who suffer those. Let's do it right now. I'm not even making light. I am so sorry. Do we have a cure? I need to know if there's a cure. Uh, is there a cure? Yeah, there it is. There it is. Hold on, hold on. People have at least searched it. Three ways to cure goiters. 25 effective. So it looks like we've got this thing uh, somewhat under control. There's even home remedies. Oh, I don't know. I don't trust it. Just rub essential oils on it. This one is called spearmint. And uh, if you just put it right behind your ears every day, you're going to lose weight. I love essential oils. I'm not making fun. I just think the people who sell them... Look... If I'm asking you how much something costs, and then I tell you that I'm interested, I understand the salesman in you wants to now just give me all these details. But I promise you, if it looks like I'm going to give you money for it, I'm probably gonna. You don't need to sell me on it. It, uh, you know what? Do, do whatever you want. It's fine. I'll listen. It helps me learn things, but I just don't really care. Uh, I know someone who drinks essential oils. Uh, they say that works. I bet it. I bet it feels good on the throat. If you got a little sore throat, so I literally am sweating a little bit from that. Uh, those visuals I had to see a second ago. So I'm so sorry for people who have to deal with that. Please Google the cure and get on it. So I want to show you guys something. I did, I'm going out of order, so I was able to follow my list up to here. Um, I got to pause the, the musics and stuff. But you guys, so Joel McHale has a, he did the soup forever. Remember that? When you'd stay homesick from school and you'd see it on TV and stuff. So he's really funny. Sometimes he's, he's not as funny on the show. I kind of blame the right. So here's my thoughts on the Joel McHale show. Here's my review. I really like the clips they choose and uh, they... You just, to, to see the stuff that's on TV, man, because they're grabbing all the most ridiculous stuff and then commentating, right? Now, his his audience, is, is it's a real audience. So there, you see him. I think that they are all people who work on the show that, uh, I think a bunch of them don't know what's going to be said. And then there's probably some of the writers in there too. It just reminds me of like when I was in uh, like college and you would go to youth group to like serve and everything that happened, you acted like it was extra awesome just to kind of like fill the room with that energy, right? It sounds like that. 
And so that's a little frustrating because some of the jokes just aren't amazing and the crowd's acting like it's the best thing ever. Or it's in LA, so they might all be high and just having a great time. Just get the giggles with their buddies. But regardless, I like Joel McHale, so I watch it. And there's funny clips, and he is funny. And I bet if he improv it, it'd be better. If you ever see him on Conan, great interview. Seems like a lovely guy. But yeah, so the, the, uh, the credits, the first episode, the credits hit. And this happened. Nobody ever watches the end credits on Netflix. And that means no one's gonna hear this song. In fact, you probably already moved on to another show or movie that you're watching tonight. You're too busy to watch credits. I mean, who's got the time? Why did we even bother making this song? I don't know why. I don't know why. And now here are some title cards you also won't watch. All right, so that was incredible. I'm just so glad this guy did this. So glad. As someone who makes a living recording songs for people, I love that this guy got commissioned to write and, re- and produce a song for the Joel McHale show, and that's what he came up with. Freaking hilarious, right? So Haley comes down from putting the baby to sleep, and then the second episode starting, and we watch it. She laughs, I laugh, ha, ha. Then it gets to the ending credits, and I was like, Haley, wait for these credits. They're freaking awesome. And then this happened. You probably noticed that these are brand new lyrics to the Joel McHale credits song. I changed them because I found out I was wrong when I said nobody sits through credits of Netflix shows. It turns out some people watch the credits. I was out of know, but it's mostly friends and relatives of people who work on the show. I just run shows the show. So I hope you got a thrill seeing your friend or loved one's name in small print for like half a second. So... That's just the most brilliant thing ever. And if you keep watching the show, then this happens! I've decided to keep on changing the lyrics to the Joel McHale credits song. Every two weeks from now on, it's just a shame to let these 30 seconds go to waste. I could use this time to say anything I want to say. Nobody's paying attention to these lyrics anyway. I could just sing nonsense like Shaggin' Froggin' Bach me Plagin' Dashik's Dragon 9 Actually, that might be German So, there you go That's just, I'm so happy That's brilliant so Just, congrats, sir Congrats, I love it I'm so glad you, oh, shout out So, that is a man by the name of Eli Braden And uh, it's called The End Credits Song And he, uh, he did go on to change them every two weeks There's another one I don't even know if, uh he really did this or not, but it's really funny to just say. But there's another one at the end where he says something along the lines of like, it's crazy that Netflix doesn't have uh, advertising on their shows. And so he sold ad space to a local company, and then he just does their whole ad for the song. It's brilliant. This guy's hilarious. Eli Braden. Kudos. Love it. Um, so yeah, so with that pick-me-up, about to bring it down. Sorry. So, Haley's car has been in the shop for almost two weeks because everything started breaking on it. If you don't know, my car doesn't have AC. So, we really needed to get a rental because we don't want the baby driving. Because if we go do anything in town, it takes 30 to 40 minutes from where we live. I don't want the baby in the car with no AC like that, right? So, we get a rental and uh, we've had it. It's cool. (laughs) Okay. So, they said... They made us sign a contract. 
that said no food or drink in the car. Really? Water? We've had water in it. I'm sorry. It was in the baby's backpack. It was actually for the baby's bottle. I have to be able to put certain things in this vehicle. Please forgive us. So yeah, uh, this is all at the... Uh, no, I don't want to keep talking shit on people. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so anyways, long story short, Haley's, they told Haley it was fixed about a week ago and she went to go get it and it wouldn't even turn on. So immediately we're like, come on, people. Then we get told it's ready to pick up yesterday. So we go to pick it up. We also want to paint the hallway in the house yesterday. That's also on the list of things to do, right? So, <clears throat> oh yeah, first thing in the morning yesterday, I go outside and my car, the uh, rear view mirror on the driver's side, just smashed completely off. It's hanging from the little cable, you know, but it's smashed, the mirror's gone. I'm looking around for the glass and I'm like, where the hell, like, shouldn't it be shattered somewhere? And I'm thinking, did a car, what, what just happened? Uh, I look down the street, probably 30 feet, and I see the mirror shattered everywhere and some more plastic. So whatever hit it, uh, okay, so here's the thing. I immediately thought someone got too close, right? But then I started, like, Haley, Haley was saying, no, no, I think, hold on. Shit, I'm getting all confused. The point is, everybody on my street parks their car outside in front of their house, right? And there's, most of the cars are bigger than mine. So how did the vehicle turn in just in time to just hit mine and then not hit anyone else's in the neighborhood. So that's one question. The other question is, how the hell did it get so far down the road? They must have been going super fast. Or did somebody take a baseball bat to my thing, like driving by with a car, just hit it to just be bored? I have dumbass friends, and when we were growing up, I know people who did things like that. So that's not another question either. So nonetheless, yesterday starts off with making, uh, with filing a claim on my vehicle. So then we're going to go pick up Haley's car, and at least we have that, right? So we get there. They're kind of douchey as usual. I didn't mention where this place is, so I feel better about saying that now. But this place, these guys act like a bunch of tool bags. And I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not just trying to crap on the regular car salesman thing. I lived next to one. Haley and I's first rental house, our first neighbors were uh, a man named Lee and a woman named Kristen. And they had three children. Wonderful people, a really pretty dog. He was a car salesman, super cool dude. But the guys at this particular dealership that also has a mechanic there who apparently doesn't know when something's finished being fixed, uh, they're all kind of douchey. And so we go, we pick up Haley's car, we give them the rental back. We, we even vacuumed it and like made sure it looked real great because it's a brand new one. It smelled brand new. We wanted it to be nice. So we get in the car. It feels like it's driving better. We go down the block to Lowe's to get some paint. Now we're going to go home and paint. We got the baby with us. We're a family. I'm trying to not think about my car and the fact that its mirror got destroyed. We go into Lowe's. We get the gallon of paint and a small little, I don't want to lie, we also got a little small roller. And then we, we got back out and then the car doesn't start. And it's crazy hot outside. And this super nice guy who was sitting there in his car, he had just pulled up. He's seeing what's going on. He comes over and just makes sure that, that we don't need anything. And then when we go inside, he's in there with us. And he's like, if y'all need a ride somewhere or anything, let me know. I'll be over here. And then we ended up, uh, I was able to get it started. I went outside again and just like mess. I don't know anything about cars too. You need to know that because that's what makes this whole thing frustrating is I know that my lack of vehicle vocabulary 
when I go to this dealership, makes these guys just think they don't really have to tell me anything because I won't really know what they're saying. And it's probably true. So there's a whole communication gap that I'm dealing with. Anyways, I get her car on eventually just through sheer will, right? <clears throat> we call the place. They tell us to come back, and they're acting mad. And it's like, dude, I don't want this to happen either, all right? I'm being nice about it. I'm just saying, hey, car didn't start. Can we bring it back? We go back. They're still assholes. Um, they give us the rental back. They kept saying, like, we drove it, like, 25 miles the other day, and everything was fine. I'm like, that's awesome. It's not the other day, man. And I'm still being nice. I sound mean now. Hopefully, I didn't sound mean then. I tend to have a mean tone, apparently, but it's usually just women who say it. <clears throat> yeah, so... I'm just trying to say, hey, what do we need to do, right? And they just keep giving me, well, we did this, we did this. Like, look, stop trying to cover your ass. I don't give a shit. Why is this still broken? If you don't know, say, we don't know, we're going to keep looking at it. Then give me the rental back. And you know what happened? A really long, dumb version of that. And it's so annoying that people can't just be straight and just be like, look, we thought it was fixed. Guess it's not. We'll look at it. We'll open this back up. Here's the rental. Oh my gosh, man. I could just see the insecurity on the face. It's like, dude, I don't care. Okay? I just need a vehicle that works. We're going to get it taken care of. Teamwork, buddy. Let's do this. Just stop being an asshole to me. Anyways, sorry to bring it down. Is there anything left on my... Uh, see, that's why I had the Joel McHale show uh, stuff at the end. So we don't leave on an uh, angry rant. Well, I love you guys so much. <laughs> and then you're like, how? You don't even know who I am. I probably do. I have like four subscribers, so I probably know who you are. But thanks for listening. That's really sweet of you. I'm going to let you go. Follow me on Twitter at the GMT podcast. Oh, by the way, a couple of podcasts ago, I was having trouble talking and I even mentioned like I didn't know why. Well, on that same podcast, I bit my tongue. I might have edited it out though just because it sounded really bad and I was mad. But uh, it was that. I don't know why I didn't think about that. For like two days, I had a welt on my tongue from where I bit it. Yeah, the GMT podcast. I have uh, Instagram now. I believe it's the same thing. Um, I also, just so you know, I'm a I'm a couple weeks uh, ahead, so like all the podcasts that come out are from like five weeks ago or something like that. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna release two a week until I catch up because I'd rather be more caught up with you guys, you know, a little bit more real time. I can be saying how, how's your day going, and it feels more relevant. Also, I don't know what day to start releasing this. Uh, I've thought of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday so far. So if you got any ideas, just comment. Let me know. Love you. Bye. Open wide my door, my my.